This is a true story. To find out what happens, what happens? when people stop being polite. Start getting. <laughs> Yo, I want to welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to the final episode of the Real World of 2020. And I got my main man, 100 grand in the building. Darren. Back for another one. So uh, I actually wanted to have you in um, because I recorded some stuff and actually put this out on social media. Okay. Recorded a whole episode, edited Mm -hmm. it up, added some dope music to it. Um. And I felt like I was missing something. So I wanted to call my brother and do this over again because I wanted it to feel right. Like there was a certain impact that I felt like it was missing that I thought that only you could bring. I'm really happy that you were able to come through. Oh, no uh, doubt, bro. Anytime. You don't know what it is. And let's make this magic. All right. So uh, I was thinking that this would be the greatest hits of 2020. Um, we've taken so much of what happened this year and thought about all of the bad things. I wanted to highlight some of the good for a change. Okay. Like I didn't want to go negative. We've done a lot of that. Uh, with the pandemic and everything else, there's so many things that we could talk about and think about how bad they were. But sometimes you should highlight the good. Uh, this wanted to be one of those episodes for me. So um, I'll start it off this way. Uh, we're going to touch on five things. Uh, quick hitters. You could tell me what you think. Um I'll give you my opinion on those, and we'll just kind of go back and forth. Okay. Cool? All right. So, uh, topic number one. What's the best piece of advice that you've gotten in 2020? Uh, let me think about that for a second. You ain't got that much time to think because the clock's ticking, my brother. Well, what's, Okay, so let me, let me flip it to you, and then uh, you tell me what's the best piece of advice you got. So I had an ex reach out to me um, probably in the, the third half of the year or maybe the, the fourth quarter of 2020. Okay. And we had a conversation. One of the things that she said to me, and I, I took this down and I wrote it down and I kind of looked at it as gospel um, because it impacted me. She said, and I'm reading this verbatim, you're an amazing person to be with. You make the person that you are with better 100% of the time. But you won't find your forever happiness until you figure out how to be all in. Wow. Bruh, like when she said that, sh- that shit to me, um, if I'm honest, I think it hit because I knew exactly what she meant. And it wasn't because I didn't love the women that I've dated or that, that I've been with. I had this need to want to be cool with everybody. So if you were an ex or you were somebody that I was cool with for me it was like all right like it didn't mind i didn't mind necessarily like entertaining certain shit and that doesn't mean that i'm trying to cheat or do anything like weird but it's like i'm putting energy in other things other than what i'm in well the average person wants people that you've dealt with in your past to even no longer exist or at least to have you know sometimes you got to set up the boundaries you know what i mean yeah we have boundaries but it was more like if we were for whatever reason, I don't know, we have some kind of adult interaction or whatever. Like, I'm the cool guy. I want to be cool with everybody. And there was this need to be like, all right, like, it's okay for me to be cool with people instead of being like, nah, you know what? I'm cool that it's over. 
and whatever you think about me doesn't necessarily matter. And so until I got to that point where I could not care what people thought anymore, mm. I felt like I would have like certain distractions or people wouldn't feel as safe with me as they should. Wow. That's what I took from that. Because that's how she felt. She was just like, yo, like, I know you can't. But, you know, like, I always felt like it was something or maybe I wasn't enough. And I'm like, nah, like, why would you think that? Mm-hmm. Everybody that knows the situation knows how much, like, I cared about this person. So for her to feel that way, but, like, I didn't, it, it struck a chord. It was like, damn, like, well, what are you doing? So once I was able to internalize that, like, that's not a mistake that I, I plan on repeating going forward, especially not in 2021. Gotcha. Okay. That make a lot of, Okay. I yeah, see. salute to her. Yeah. No names to be said, but like salute to her. Yeah. Okay. Um, as I think about it, mine was something that it wasn't actually told to me. So my, my cousin he had turned forty and he uh I had talked to him or whatever, and the same day he put us up puts up this post on Facebook. And, you know, it's not like he was talking to me, but I felt like he was talking to you yeah well it resonated you know to me and you know what he said was he said understanding that loving someone sometimes means sacrificing your happiness to see them happy even if it doesn't make sense at the time and that just hit home to me you it's know bar. yeah 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 like I, I couldn't you know what i mean i was like what did, what did he just say <laughs> you know what i mean it, it, it totally took me for a loop because i it forced me to think about my own certain situations and moving forward, you know, how I should, you know, act. There has to be a level of selflessness in any real relationship that you're in. Right. And so often we confuse like our happiness and what I want and kind of like the selfishness of that as being like totally happy. When honestly, sometimes you got to put your ego to the side and your pride and you just got to do what's in somebody else's best interest. And that makes you happy ultimately. Well, I feel like, you know, if you love somebody enough, you, you know, you, you just want to see them happy. You just want to see them win, as you would, you would always say. And sometimes you got to put, you know, whatever you're going through to the side, you know, just to make somebody else happy. So it's a lot of sacrifice. But, yeah. you know, if it's worth it, you should do it. Yeah, I, I, I will not take that from you. Um, I think that there's a point of giving i mean we're in the christmas season i know christmas passed yeah but for me giving was always way better than receiving if i'm real like it was the excitement in another person's face that excited me more than whatever gift they got me well i think this year i was gonna say like you know as i look at things that people have bought me around the place but like you get what i'm saying yeah 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 yeah. i got you um i feel like this year i really um wanted to see people get you know instead of receive i know for myself i didn't you know i told yeah i got everything i want yeah yeah i'm like yeah i'd rather you know make sure people get what they you know needed or whatever as opposed to me because i'm like you know i'm good you know or even if i'm not i can sacrifice myself from being good to see somebody else you know be happy so we'll pivot from that a little bit and this is still part of um part one what's the best piece of advice that you've given this year Honestly, I think that I've had to tell a lot of people that, you know, they need to be mindful of their health. 
I feel like um, we both know just due to circumstance how much health is wealth. Right. And that's what I was going to say. Health is wealth. And, you know, even before COVID and after COVID is gone, you know, as we grow, we'll end up having underlying health issues. And, and you see some of the people that have had the worst uh, COVID, you know, it's been people that had underlying health issues that they may or may not have known about. But I feel like if you, if you, you know, go to your doctor and, and get regular checkups, you can be above, you know, you, you can get above it. Um, so I, I pretty much preach that to a lot of people this year. Just because, you know, me going to the doctor and, and finding out, you know, stuff about myself, I didn't want anybody else to be, you know, late finding, you know, finding out stuff about them. So I'm like, yeah, you just need to go ahead, get a checkup, whatever you got to do, you know, get some blood tests ran, you know, because things are hereditary, things running people's family, you know, all types of stuff. You just never know what's going on and you just don't want to find out when it's too late. No, that's a real thing. That's real. Um, yeah. What about you? Best advice I gave this year, um, you got to celebrate your own wins. Mm. Um, so often, life beats us up, right? Mm -hmm. But in beating us up, it's a bunch of things that may happen um, that are positive during that time. Like, you can have a string of just bad shit happen to you. Yeah. It's that one thing that can happen that makes all of that seem to turn around. And so, like, because we're imperfect, you can't beat yourself up forever about things that you've done. You should certainly step back, analyze what you've done, think about why you might have done it, how that impacted your life, and absolutely take all of that into consideration. But you can't let something bother you for the rest of your life that you did that caused your life to go in the direction you didn't want. At a certain point, you got to forgive yourself. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you've probably heard me say that too. I, I've all, you know, I'll be like, sometimes you just gotta let it go, man. You, you know. Yeah, like, it, but it wasn't until I think this year that I started believing that in myself. Like, okay. I certainly heard it. Yeah. And then I was able to apply it for myself. Right. And it was like, you know what? It might take some time, but you know, you, you have Bruh, to. Like, it's so freeing. And I think, again, uh, everything that I think about this year is just the weight of the world kind of getting lifted off of my shoulders from of course stuff. yeah and so like when i told certain people that you saw that same weight get lifted off of this and you see like the smiles that they have and like kind of the light that everyone is going through and that's what i want to preach right like i don't want somebody's life to be dim because like some fuck shit happened right well the problem is of course we're our worst critic so we'll continue to beat ourselves up over every little thing yeah, and sometimes you need your friends to pull you out of that. Indeed, you definitely do. Got to. All right, number two. Other than COVID-19, what will you remember most about 2020? Um, personally? Doesn't matter. Um, For me, um, met my girl. So for me, that's, you know, that's big for me for 2020. I feel like you're going to listen to it. Like, she's going to listen to this. You want me to make you a clip so you can, like, share that part with her? Of course. You know how many, like, cool points you'll get for that? Hey, I, I need it. <laughs> <laughs> I could do that. Appreciate it. Um, What about you? Outside of all the bad, uh, the thing that I think that stands out most to me was, and I, 
it's a little it's not as serious so like i can't take this as a clip and use it the same way that you can but i'd say that black people bike um before this year honestly i don't remember the last time i rode a bike it might have been the 90s uh everybody that i knew copped the bike this year you know what i'm saying like people were riding around all types of town like you got the Yo, there's a whole terminology that I had no pe- like un- understanding or idea. Bro, like, there's black bike that, groups now. Yeah, I'm like, like, yeah. You know what a 20 piece is? No. It's not a McNugget. It is actually you riding 20 miles. And that's the term for? That's the terminology that wow. people are using. So it's like different stuff like that. Um, Shout out to my man Damien, who started a whole bike clothing line. Because again, you know, like having the whole little like uniform and the tights and the helmets like that's really a thing and so seeing people find a creative outlet that's different than the stuff that they're used to just to get them out of the house just to get them in you know in better shape that's dope and especially because it was black people we bought up all the bikes all of them everybody that i know legitimately has a bike I haven't seen my bike in a couple of months because it's downstairs in the in the garage. But like, I know it's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was too cold now, but yeah, I remember you were riding a lot over the summer. Yeah, just I, I got dark. Yeah, like, bro, I was dark. I'm I'm a light brown skinned dude. Like, I was dark, bro, just from riding a bike all the time. Well, it's good exercise, and I mean, it's good to you know just be out, man, because it wasn't much that we could do this year anyway. So, you know, it's good exercise. You can get a great view, you know another means of transportation actually so yeah i I like ride my bike to like the dentist and stuff like that yeah i mean i keep it in the neighborhood um i'm gonna miss that while it's cold uh i would also be remiss like to not be a little more serious and say on a positive note um salute to white people and the reason that i say that white people came out in mass in a way that i never expected racial inequality i will i will agree i agree seeing that the way that i did and the effect that that had even if it was fleeting that showed me that we could have real change now these same white people fucked it up and took it all back when 70 million people voted for trump and i'll never understand that but for the most part and maybe it wasn't the same white people but probably was but i mean it's cool like as long as you guys are recognizing there's something fundamentally wrong with the way that of course. black people are being treated in this country yeah. and we can stop saying things like reverse racism is a bigger problem than racism and like you know all of these other dumb tropes I'm cool with that like I am I want to see the progress like I want to see us do better so I'm going to give them a huge shout out because again we wouldn't have had the things on TV if white people didn't show up like black people have always been a part of the fight but you need like the majority of the country to get behind oh, something cool. for you to have some real change. I agree. I remember even going downtown, you know, after everything that went on and just walking down there at the plaza, it was just as many white people as it was black people. Yes. And I'm like, wow, this, you know, it was really eye opening, honestly, really, because yeah. I didn't, you know, I'm like, wow. These people are really out here with us or, or at least saying, OK, well, you know, this isn't right. Now, I don't know if they have black friends or what the case might be. Maybe they have somebody close to them. I yeah. Just, well, I don't care either, but you know yeah. what I'm saying? You know, uh, yeah. so they're able to feel the impact a little bit more, you know, because if you got a black, if you white and you got a black friend and you hear your black friend saying, oh, this is messed up. You know, you, you can be like, well, damn. All right. Well, I see how it's affecting him. 
then yeah. But honestly, anybody can see that, you know, what has gone on this year as far as the injustice is, you know, crazy. So no matter what race, you know, it's just eye opening. Uh, moving on to the next thing that should be a little lighter. Um, musically, what stood out for this year? For, uh, musically, what stood out for you this year? Now, personally, okay. Um, I was waiting on Kendrick to drop. J. Cole was supposed to drop. Uh, I was finally going to get that next Rihanna album. But instead, um, we got the J. Cole, like, RS Dreamer hoop shoes that nobody could buy because they were always sold out. Oh, yeah, yeah, true that. Um, I wanted a pair, still want a pair. Hey, Puma, if you ever hear this, you're releasing all these other stupid colorways, go do the black colorway. I'll buy that one again. I don't want to pay resale. Um, Rihanna's doing more stuff, making more money. Like, I don't, like, I wish oh, I had Fenty, a... Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, like, I remember when I was buying Fenty Savage. Like, haven't bought that in 2020, but, you know, um, that used to be a thing. So I get that she's making that money. But... For you, what's your favorite moment musically of 2020? Well, I'm sure you know I'm going to say this and you're going to disagree because we've disagreed on this a couple of times. Okay. But I love the Nas album this year. Okay. That was my highlight to get a Nas album that I can really sit with and like. Are you suffering from King's disease? I just like the project. <laughs> I I like a couple songs. I'm not going to knock it. Okay. Um, I might actually go back and listen because everybody seems to tell me that I'm being crazy about this. Like, that I'm stupid. Well, you know what I think you might not like? I think you probably don't like the fact that all the beats were done by one person. I'm okay with that because I like Prime. Like, I like okay, okay, you know okay. So, like, okay. the single producer doing something doesn't bother me. Hell, uh, Benny the Butcher was all hit boy, too. It was, but I mean, me and you both agree. While while we like Benny the Butcher as a as a rapper, the hooks, you know, yeah, he don't make songs. Yeah, he, he don't really make songs. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. nah. Um, but great artist though. Um, I don't can't really think about who else came out this year. All right? So I'm gonna go and take this to a place that you probably did not expect. Okay. Musically, I thought the best thing that happened this year was verses. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I'll give you that. Because. Can you remember a song that like stood out to you that we're still gonna play next year that came out in 2020? Hmm. Apologies to Meg Thee Stallion for Savage or Cardi for WAP. I I mean I don't listen to like either of those, but like I can't think of a song that I'm sitting here thinking like, yo, this came out in 2020 and I've been banging it all year. Well, like all of my top songs like that I've listened to in 2020, if I keep it a buck. Have all been R and B. Like I'm listening to like Alex Isley and Sir and um, Masego. Like I ain't really listening to like any hardcore hip hop because the cats that I really want to hear, like I ain't really heard much from them. Like I don't have a Fab album. I don't have a Joe Budden album. I don't have a Banks album. Sure. Uh, what's my man? Um, Exhibit C. Uh, oh, J Electronica. Yeah, J Electronica. Like I mean, I listened to that album for a good week. But most music is throwaway now, so it's not a lot of stuff that you go back to and listen. Yeah, I mean, and like bang for a long time. A lot of music is not aging well. I listen to Conway for a hot minute, where that's been my new obsession is listening to Conway. Okay. But like, I don't have anything where I can sit back and be like, "Yo, this is a classic moment in, in music." Like, nah, that just didn't come off of me in 2020. 
Probably not. I mean, I think uh, Buster dropped a, a decent album. It's pretty. I listened good. to it a few times and enjoyed it, but yeah. like again, like I haven't gone back to it. Yeah, of course. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But versus, I thought those are dope. Those are great moments. Like I remember when they first started, and it was just producers and songwriters going against each other. Like, yo, my catalog is better than yours. The internet was super choppy. People were getting kicked off of um, IG Live because they were going over the time limits. Right. Like I remember that. Yeah. I remember when we looking at Nelly. Like, yo, like, what's up with your internet connection? You're supposed to be rich. Like, hey man, who, who else was that? That was that Teddy Riley. Ne- nah, it was uh, Teddy Riley. Yeah, it never happened because his internet was crazy. Yeah, trash. He was the first one to try to add like a real performance to it with yeah. Babyface. But when Nelly went against Luda, and you know Nelly was mad choppy, and you heard like, and Luda was like straight. I'm like, damn, like you mean to tell me you ain't upgrade to like the high speed? Like, well, Nelly I, said that it was having a storm, so I mean, nah, I ain't buying that. But I mean, yeah. <laughs> I hear you. Like right. next time, yeah, pay Comcast, pay Verizon, get the good internet. But like that was a moment to me when they finally started having people in in the same space when it was um I remember. Something happened like the the first one that I really paid attention to where I remember them being in the same space was when they had Fab and Jada. There was one before that that was um like reggae and dance hall. I just can't remember the two dudes. And I, I know I feel like it was Beanie Man, but I don't know who the other person was. I missed that one. I did too. I but the one. Fab and uh, Jada was dope for me. Jada standing up top, like, and y'all can't see me. You know what I'm saying? Rocking and was that your? Fit. So let me ask you this: What was your favorite verses? Probably that. Probably oh. Jada and Fab. Okay. Like I'm New York rap, so like that that was probably the one that hit a little better for me. That either was either that or Erica Badu and Jill Scott. Okay. Those okay. are my favorite too. Definitely the Fab and Jada was probably my favorite. Um. Like, I mean, you see right now, I got candles burning. So, like, I would have fit in that incense burner with Jill Scott and, like, uh, Erica, like, yeah. motif. Like, that would have hit. I think for me, for me, the R&B one might have been, um, I think the Brandy and Monica was, was cool. I sort of missed that. Like, I was hooping. Okay, yeah, that was cool. So, uh, I think for, for what it was, the the Gucci and uh and Jeezy was good for what it was. Nope. You, know? you nope. don't think so? Nope. Too much ignorance? Yep. I can't support something that promotes fuck shit. Well, I mean, like they wanted they to profit off it. of that. Like, nah, like I don't get it. There's this tension there. Like, I don't want to see niggas get shot. But his, niggas uh, is old, bro. But, like, okay, when but get, I, when you get to a certain age, like I want y'all to have good lives and do cool stuff. Okay. I don't want to see the ignorance of Gucci. Like, yo, look at my outfit. Look at his outfit. True, true. But all of that's stupid. But what I will say is, if you're really talking about a versus, you're really talking about a true opponent. So that's why, I, you know, I liked it With, without all the crazy stuff, because if you're doing verses, it's like, all right, well, I'd rather have two people who, you know, what I mean, like who says that I don't have like that's where I think that we got things all the way fucked up. OK, just because we're having a competition doesn't mean I have to dislike you or outwardly disrespect you. Like if me and you are hooping, we hoop growing up all the time. Yeah. It was never hate. It was just like, all right, like, well, your team got this one. I'm going to get you the next time. And we're going to keep playing. Like, that was the thing. And it was always like, yo, like, we nice, so we trying to do this shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't mean actual hate, but I mean, like, all but right, But that's so. where I thought they went too far with well, that. Well, yeah, I mean. hate. Because it's something that you'll never see. Like, all right, we ain't never going to see 50 and Ja Rule. It just ain't going to happen. Yeah, because 50 hates everybody. 
Like, right. that ain't gonna happen. I mean, you're not gonna see Yo Gotti and Young Dolph. You're just not gonna see it. But I don't think we need to. Like, who is that for? People say that shit's for the culture. That shit ain't for the culture. People wanna see a fucking train wreck happen. When trains are about to fucking crash, you can't take your eyes away. Yeah. That doesn't mean that that's something that you should actually be wishing to happen. Well, yeah, and that's, that's what this true. stuff is for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's why I'm like, nah, I'm good. Like, I didn't need to see the Jeezy drink. Right, okay. Like, yeah. I want to see, like, the white people version of Gucci where he's safe now. Where, you know, Roderick Davis is riding around in the bike suits and getting fit. And people are like, you know, talking to him different. I want to yeah. see that man like that. Okay. I don't want to see the hood nigga that's like, yo, I shot you, man. What you going to do about it? No. We old. At old, do old nigga shit. Chill the fuck out. Live life. Buy some cool cars. Not want to beef with somebody. Like, that shit is stupid. Like, I was talking to my man today. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yo, like, I really want to get, like, my, my concealed carry permit. And I asked him. I'm like, why? At our age... What spaces are we in where we really need to hold something just because we're scared for our um our safety? Does he have a family? He, you can have a gun in the house. That's that's different. If you want to have a gun in the house, cool. But what do you need to conceal carry for? Because again, what spaces are you in where it's like this is what we worry about? Mm-hmm. The older you get, you ain't really in the into the rah rah shit, and that doesn't mean stuff can't happen. I get that, but like for the most part, we ain't in the spots where shit be popping off. True. This like, I don't go to the up. Ritz no more. Yeah, 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 yeah. You say where? The Ritz. <laughs> the Ritz. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't go there no more. Yeah. I, I don't go to places where I got to get patted down to go in. Like, yeah. nah, I'm good. Well, I don't know. I, I, I was just thinking maybe he was doing it to protect his family, but, you know, you never know. But like I said, on, on, to, end, to end that, the versus thing, like I said, I agree. That was probably one of the highlights this year. Musically, it had to be, you know. Uh, I like what Swiss and, and Timberland did as far as bringing everybody together. And like I said, whether they whether people were against each other or not, you know, it's still made for pretty much the best thing this year as far as music because that's all we really had. I mean, that yeah, was your concert, those are yeah, those were our concerts. So, you know, there's a lot of them that I feel like we'll never get to see. You know, I know you've touched on them in, in, in previous uh episodes, you know. With the Nas and the, and, and, and the Jay-Z and, you know, there'll be a couple that we we want to see, but we won't see. So, yeah, Jay-Z, putty, you would never do that. He's not doing it, bro. Same thing with Beyonce and Riri. Like, nah, it's That'd be great, it. though. But, it would be. But they're not doing it. Do that for the culture. How about that shit? About Drake and Kanye, you think they'd do it? No. Yeah. No. Me neither. Yeah. No. I wouldn't do it from Drake either. Yeah. Like Kanye keeps on trying to come at me sideways. Like no, like fuck that nigga. I'm Facts. not gonna help you. Yeah. Like he's toxic right now anyway. Even though I just bought a new pair of Yeezys, but like I get it. Like that's I don't want to touch you musically. Like I'm little guy. Like I can buy them. But, yeah, exactly. You know. Yeah, I feel you. Okay. All right, number four. Um, I like this one. We started the year the plot line of who shot Ghost. Everybody was watching Power. Um, we all ha- hated Tariq. Now that it seems like Power's turned around to Power Book 2, Tariq has become their favorite character. So, um, name something about 2020 that you did not think that you would like, but you honestly liked it. Or loved it. Hmm. You want me to go first? Yeah. 
the queen's gambit don't know if you saw it don't don't best don't, thing don't i've seen on can, tv in yeah, years i don't i don't i don't think i've seen that queen's gambit is the best thing i've seen on tv in years what is it uh period piece about a woman and i want to say like maybe like the 50s 60s 40s sometime between the 40s and 60s maybe 70s even first of all what was it on netflix netflix okay white series? woman plays huh yeah, series uh okay. a limited miniseries okay so a couple couple episodes okay. yeah might have been like six or seven episodes okay um woman plays chess she's orphan uh they drug you back in the day when you were an orphan to kind of keep you under control so she got like a some kind of weird addiction stuff going on okay had like a rough life but it was showing how nice she was at chess she'd be super focused she was killing everybody and that's the best piece of tv i've seen in years since i've been disappointed in game of thrones whenever the fuck that shit happened with season eight like this is the best thing that i've seen since maybe this or euphoria but i can't like because euphoria was like 2019 I'm going to go with this as the best thing that's come on in 2020. All right. So honestly, I'm going to go with what we started off by saying. I was actually shocked at how good power has been. Maybe Tariq was right. Remember at the end when he said like, yo, you got to go for me to survive. Maybe he was right all along. Get ghost out of it. And now we can have a good show again because power had gotten to be trash. It was dry, bro. Like now, it's 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 really you know a lot better. And um, I was shocked, bro. I'm like, cause I first I'm like, all right, well, with him playing uh the son and and being a you know having a supporting role, I'm like, all right, he did good. He was a good actor, you know what I mean? But then I'm like, for Michael him to Rainey take Junior, who plays Tariq, got real. People were coming to him sideways. People were all up in his like social media profiles talking about they hate him. They wished he died. Well, he and that's turned the thing. all that energy around. Yeah. Well, he was a villain. And now it seems like he's not the villain anymore. You know, and he's trying to help his mom get out. You know, it's so like. Have you seen these memes that have uh, that have been on the Internet where it'll say like the villain of the story, the actual villain of the story? So, like, for instance, like, the villain of, um, I don't know, uh, Star Wars would say that the villain of the story is Darth Vader. But the actual villain, I don't know, could be fucking Luke Skywalker, and they'll give reasons why. That's probably what Tariq has turned into. Like, we thought he was the villain of the story. It really was Ghost all along. It really was. I mean, but like I said, I think I was really shocked at how good this season has been i'm like damn these writers are doing you know each week i'm like all right this this is all right nah the writing's still kind of trash but think so yeah 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 i don't know bro fam sax is a girl two bits out of jail like how how does any of this happen like some of the stuff like it's too much and i'm i'm like literally when we got introduced to Sax, he liked her and was in the Angela. Like, how is he a girl now, man? What you mean a girl? You didn't catch that? That's why they call him Nancy? No. Yes, Sax is a transgender man, I guess. Like, I'm, excuse me, I'm not trying to mess it up. He was a woman, now he's a man. So, like, I think that the term would be transgender man. When did they say that? When, what? Oh, yeah. Go back and watch, like, episodes, like, one or two of, like, the. Uh, the season, like, Sax is a she. 
Like whenever his niece comes around who's also transgender, yeah. that's what she'll be like. Hold on, hold on. Denise is transgender too? Yep. The one that the 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 yep. uh Yep. That the roommate's messing with? Yep. Flew over my goddamn head. Huh. I'm there you not- go. Learn something new every day. Okay, didn't know that. There you go. Okay, so what part? When did they talk about that? They've Same. been dropping that like since she's been in it. Honestly, it's not, it's not it's not just one episode. She said it on multiples. Wow. Okay. Yep. Gotta go back and look. My bad. Just ruined something for you. Oh well, it's all good. Um, last thing. Uh, here we'll go to the sports section of this. What was your favorite sports moment? Uh, Lakers winning. You a Lakers fan? I am. Since when? Um, probably the last two years. Honestly. Get the fuck out of here. You've never been a Lakers fan. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Yeah, probably the last two years. Yo, you've never been a Lakers fan. No. Now, look, I'll sit up here and say sometimes I... It, it it's players for me. So so are you a millennial? No, you're a post millennial. They the motherfuckers that don't really they're not loyal to teams. Mike, you've never been a Lakers fan. Like I'm really upset right now so, because you've never been a Lakers fan. You always used to like the Celtics and Paul Pierce. Right, but but if you understand, but if you think about it, but listen, the listen. Celtics and you a Lakers fan, bro. But Bruh, listen to what I'm saying. I'm about to lose my shit. I liked Paul Pierce. So when Paul Pierce left the Celtics and went to where did he go first? Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Then I liked Brooklyn. I didn't like the Celtics no more. No, sorry, he went to yeah, he went to Brooklyn. Went to Brooklyn DC. first. Then he left Brooklyn and he went where? DC. Went, to, went to the Wizards. Right. That was my only year that I liked the Wizards. When he left, he when he left them, he like he went to the Clippers. Bought me a Clippers hat. Fam. He retired. Then I started liking Braun and and, and J.R. Smith. And. LeBron is on the Lakers. So it's, it's, it's really about players for me. Uh, My favorite player is Dame Lillard. Dame Lillard, right? Okay. I'm a Chicago Bulls fan. Right. Dame Lillard well, plays the Chicago Bulls. I want Chicago Bulls to win. Well, here's my thing. I feel like you're true to your, you know, who you like no matter what they go through because you just like the team. I like players. So my, my very first player, my all-time favorite player is Barkley. When Barkley was with the Sixers, I like the Sixers. When he was with the Suns, I like the Suns. When he was with the 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 Rockets, I like the Rockets. So it's always been like that with me as far as players. Same with Penny. You know what I mean? He went to Orlando. Then he went to Phoenix. Then he went to the Knicks. Then he went to the Heat. All those teams I liked when he was playing with them. So for me, it's just been about the player. Except when it comes to football. I've always, you know, I'm a Cowboy fan, so that's just... Whether we trash or not, they're not just who I like. But yeah, bro. When I'm the so Lakers won. In that. When the Lakers won, bro. Okay. What about you? Um. Again, it's an out the outside the box answer. The Last Dance. Like everybody oh, else. Okay. Okay. I grew up as an MJ fan. Yeah. Um. I idolized Michael Jeffrey Jordan. So for what the six weeks that the Last Dance was on. That was the first thing that we had when we were going through like the COVID lockdowns. Bro, that yep. was appointment must see TV. That actually made me feel like we weren't stuck in the same time because at that point, remember, time was moving weird because Bro, every day was the same. To me, that was probably the best documentary I've ever seen. Agree, absolutely. Agree. I mean, I, like I'm rushing home. 
I'm getting off the phone. I'm doing anything at nine o'clock when that thing was coming. Rushing on. home, we didn't leave home. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. We yeah. were in the house. Yeah, bro. I mean, I would leave at eight o'clock, go get something to eat, make sure I'm home by nine. Look, I'd even leave it sitting there until eight fifty nine, so I could eat and watch the damn show all together. So yeah, I, I agree. Last Dance was definitely must see TV. Definitely one of the best documentaries I've ever seen. On top of that, it was a it was a huge, you know. They rushed that because ESPN was losing a ton of money because there were no ads. I'm you sure know how much that saved everybody. That saved everybody. And at that point in time, they hadn't figured out the bubble, so there was there you was know, no TV. Like, yeah, this is the era where no they were sports. having horse competitions with people setting up like things through their cell phones and doing live horse from their house. That was like, you know, the Zach Levine. Mike Conley apparently has a whole fucking gym like at, oh, at yeah, his yeah, house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul Pierce was in it. Yeah, 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 okay. You know, Chris Paul was in his driveway or in the backyard shooting hoops. Like, that's what they did. And then The Last Dance came out. And Last Dance saved TV, bro. Saved us all. Yeah, it really did. Saved us all. So, yeah, man. Um, As always, I appreciate you coming through. No doubt. Uh, as we close out 2020 and we all hope that 2021 is a better year um i personally have a whole bunch of goals that i'm trying to set forward uh i'm looking forward to just another year i'm not gonna say the same stupid thing that we've said in previous years that you know 2021 is my year because i'm sure we all said that about 2020 but the truth is so many cool things have happened with all of the bad that i can't necessarily say that this year has been terrible like we say i've said personally 2020 is trash there's so much good that's kind of come out of it and i'm happy for some of the growth that i've had and if i can look back at some of that and you know internalize that i can realize that things might not have been as bad as i thought they were well i just feel like this year has been a a wake-up call for a lot of people um it's been a rough year for a lot of people it's been a good year for a lot of people but you know either way Everybody just got to stay prayed up, and hopefully next year will be better than the year before. With that being said, bro, I wish you, you know, much success and happiness in 2021. I'm sure you'll see it. And, yeah, man, that's what I want for you, man. No, I appreciate that. But, I mean, like, I look at 2020, if I keep it a buck, I have my own socks, bro. You like, do. I know that that's, like, some really, like, stupid shit. Like, and I'm not bragging, but, like, well, well, I bro, got my own socks, well, bro. Well, bro, your face is on your back right now. Yeah, I know. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, how dope is that? Even if nobody else is wearing the shit, like now I've, I've sold like quite a few hoodies. Uh, if you want a hoodie, uh, they're on my website. But you know, like I feel pretty confident and pretty happy about that. Like I got my own fucking socks, and they are actually dope for basketball, bro. And see, that's amazing in 2020. Facts, and I mean, you've seen. That's all I have to say. Like, I just want to, I want to hoop and I want a podcast. That's it. Like, yeah, I don't have kids, so for me. That makes my life simple. I get to blow off some steam. I get to have my competition. And I get to talk to the people all the time. Yeah, bro. Like I said, it's been a crazy year, but I wish you success. Likewise, bro. Appreciate that, brother. Likewise, bro. Like, I already know, you know, good things are in store for us, man. Yeah, man. And to all you listeners out there, we we, we definitely wish y'all success as well. You know, health and wealth. And yeah, man. Yeah, I'm not even gonna say anything else other than that. I agree. Uh, salute to Darren for that. Um, I end every episode saying the same thing: ball players on a rap, rappers on a ball. My name is Darrell of the Rail World, 
and we will see you guys in 2021. Yeah, Happy New Year. Yes, sir. Peace.